Maybe we'll save it for the Christmas special. We're having a Fraculous Christmas special, right? Welcome to Fraculous, a technology podcast for humans. Episode 328 Part 1. Portable CD players, returning yet more things to the Apple Store and iPhone 7. Should we start? I start. I'm in a very good mood. I'm very excited. Ask me anything. So should we start with follow-up? Yes, let's. Okay, so jumping into follow-up. Hello. Uh, first thing, remember Photoshop Touch, David? Yes, I do. It's not available anymore. I know it's not. That's why I couldn't <laughs> find it. There? <laughs> Apparently Adobe dumped it last year, just before they released this new load of apps. When I found that out, I did try to send it to you as a gift. And obviously you can't find it on the App Store anymore, so I went into my phone's uh, okay. and purchased apps. Yep. And it wouldn't open up the, um, the, the App Store even the old reference page, so I couldn't send it to you as a gift. Right, oh, I that. see. No, because that's, that's partly why I have so many apps on my phone, is if you then delete something, you can't always get it back. Depends. It depends how the developer has removed it from the store, whether you can still download it or not. Mm. And there is... I think you can back them up to iTunes yourself, but... Right. So Photoshop Touch no longer available. Other Adobe apps, for what I want to do, not as good. All you wanted to do, if I remember, was just to blur out. But I um, wanted to. Some... What I wanted to do was use a box rather than use my finger to actually draw. I wanted to just make a square or rectangular box so it nicely covered it. Sounds very very simple. It does, and it should. Mm. Any app should surely have this: draw a square, draw a rectangle make that blurred but so far the ones only ones i can find you have to actually use your finger and you end up with a rather messy border on the box which i don't like i know a man who will know how to do this who's that and as much as i respect our you know our collective fraculous app talent there is one man who i know for any arts or video or image apps he is the man he's called mark settle he works uh, for bbc used to be called the College of Journalism. He's the guy who trains the BBC's um, journalists to use smartphones properly for news gathering. Okay. I bet you he will be able to tell us in... Actually, depending on whether he's got his phone in his face or not, but he will know just the app to do that. Could you, so will, could you live tweet him, him now and then... Shall I do that? <laughs> okay. Whilst David does that, I'm going to tell my Catherine Parkinson anecdote. So next bit of follow-up. Jeff, you saw someone using a Discman on the tube. Oh my god, I, somebody, it was like 1996 again. Actually, I worked this out. I got on a train, I yep. was in Lewisham in, in South uh, I was in Lewisham in South East London. But it was a bit of an odd guy because he was mm. one of the, he was sort of carrying carrier bags. Um, like, but old things was carrier bags. He clearly hadn't just been shopping. He clearly sort of, he looked like the sort of man that had been carrying these carrier bags around for five years to just carry his general possessions in. Yep. And he did that thing when you're on like, a train seat, where instead of sitting across from you, he sat next to me, and I'm thinking, that's a bit weird. Nice and, and close. To, you know, yeah, looked a bit too close. And then he got, we produced from one of his carrier bags, a Sony Disman, like a circular thing, and sort of oh, placed wow. it on the seat in front of him. From another one of his carrier bags, he produced a pile of CDs. And I'm right. like, no way. And he sort of meticulously flicked through them, chose one, slotted it in, put on some headphones, not earbuds, but, you know, headphones with like those foamy discs on the oh. outside, you know, that, that you would have got from the 1980s. With the silver metal band. 
Yeah, and proceeded <laughs> to listen to music on a CD Walkman. And I, I'm judging him always until Sunday. And then I sort of relented and thought, actually, that's quite beautiful. And I suddenly, I really wanted to have a go of his Walkman and say, his Sony Disman and be like, oh, I used to, I used to have one of these. As long as you're happy with 90 minutes from four AA batteries, that's fine, you know. <laughs> it was, but I, and I sat there and I thought, yeah, I genuinely... I have one. I used to have one in my car. Mm. I remember this. And I then got the cassette adapter. Yeah. You plugged the, the headphone jack out of the Disman mm. into the cassette slot on your car hi-fi. And that's how I listened to... That's how I used to listen to music in, in the late 1990s. I remember it drastically improved my driving because if you went too fast or too bumpy, it would skip. So you had to drive smoothly like you had an unrestrained baby in the car. So you're saying that MP3 and DAB made <laughs> yeah. you an, uh, a less safe driver? Ruined my driving. But when That's I had good. the CD player, absolutely but, smooth. So it made, it made me want to ask on the podcast to our, to our uh, listeners, what is the oldest piece of technology that people are still out there using because there's, there's people that still use their vhs video recorders right they still have tapes on their shelves yeah mine's so in the it needs to be stuff they're using day to day or every week or be, something not something they get be, out every now and then for a nostalgia trip yeah, well actually one of mine which i'll be bringing up yeah. later is this oh, pair of headphones i think these are getting off at 10 years old so, really yeah but I we'll cover that later i've got a pair here yeah but also, it, it could be something like, it could be something like, hey, I've still got like a microwave that I bought in 1993 and it's over, like, is it, what, what, it's got to be electronic or electrical and still in regular use. I'd love to know what the oldest piece of equipment is that people are still using. Yeah, good question. That would be cool. Yeah. So people can email hello cool. at fraculous.com or just tweet us, which seems to be the best way of getting hold of us anyway. More follow up. So remember I had a problem getting rid of Siri in a nice way? Ah, uh, yes. Ian Rutson at Park Runyon on Twitter, he said, all you have to say is say bye-bye. And that works. I don't know why I didn't think it. I think I was trying to say goodbye. Goodbye wasn't working. Bye-bye. She does sulk off mm. sometimes, but that will get rid of Siri without you having to be rude. But another bit of feedback was asking for directions. Yes. <laughs> um, anything involving Oxford, Lincoln. That was a bizarre one, wasn't one it? Was. Just run into this again, David. So what was the actual... It was Harry Small, wasn't it? H. Small um, on Twitter. I think what he was saying was, navigate to Oxford by train. Wasn't it like that? And it was giving cinema listings. Which, yes, you know, and, uh, maybe he wanted to go to the cinema. Maybe Siri knew. In Oxford. And then I tried it with London, so navigate to London by train, and it was absolutely fine. Uh, tried it with a couple of other cities too, no problem. Then I tried it to Oxford, and it did exactly the same thing. It was recommending local cinemas. I'm thinking, that's really, really weird. And apparently, um, it works for some other cities too, or it, it doesn't work, rather, for some other cities. Lincoln, Edinburgh. And it got me thinking. I had a, I had a bit of a, a Google earlier on today, um, just thinking about this, because it, it got me got me intrigued. Only had a couple of minutes, but it did occur to me that Lincoln and Oxford are the name of cars. And I'm wondering if this is some clever Siri integration that's going a little bit wrong, where it thinks that rather than Oxford Ooh, or Lincoln, that's the a place. Good theory. Good theory. Yeah. I didn't have time to look into it any further. But why cin cinema results? That's the strange thing. I, d I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Hmm. Is there a place in England called Astra or Escort? We should, we should uh, find that out. And then literally minutes ago, before we started recording, M. Whitcomb, Mike Whitcomb, 
he said, tell Jeff that the smart battery case is brilliant. You say that I'm, I'm having trouble with my smart battery case. Well, I've noticed you've not been using yours. And just sort of walked away. You've been using a, a pastel case. How did, how, how did you know? How do you know that? How do you know what I've been using? Because I saw you a couple of weeks ago. We went to Costa, remember? We did have a Costa Costa. The best Costa in London. I carry around my smart battery case in my bag, and then if I can see I'm not going to make it through the day, I then okay. slip it on. Is that so, a weight issue? Is that... Just the, well, you know, yeah, just the aesthetics. Just, I just, I like my alternative case. So I just... Depends what mood I'm in when I wake up. I'm like, yeah, we'll just, just see how the mood takes me. So I had an incident with my smart battery case. What did you do, Will? What did you do? I took my phone out to charge it, and I saw a very yeah. small tear in the case. Right. So you know where... The way it works is you fold down the top, and then you then slide the phone out, which means that the top third of the case is flexible to allow the phone to slide out, and the bottom two thirds is solid. And it was on that hinge that it split. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh no. And it, I, um, it hadn't fully torn off, but I could tell it was gonna get worse. So off I went to the Apple store, had my kids with me, it was the first Sunday after the new iPhones were out, so it was nice and quiet. Great, quiet <laughs> time to be in an Apple store. But, amazingly, found a little table with some iPads on it and kid-sized seats on it. They sat there yes. playing iPad games while I waited around to get the right person. I had to go through about three different people. As, Eventually, it, as is the way in Apple, yeah. Eventually got to the manager level, and he kind of said... It could have been torn. It could have been your fault. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but I'll replace it. So I got a new one. They didn't, they didn't give me a, no new warranty. So it's still warranted from January when I got it. But mm. I did get a replacement case. Well, you, you mentioned the fact that the new iPhone was out there and, uh, and were on smart battery cases. So my question when they announced iPhone 7 is, will it work with the iPhone 6? battery case and I went with my friends the other night quite randomly and I was like is that a jet black iPhone 7 and she had one and I can confirm that whilst the iPhone 7 fits into the case of the iPhone 6 yep. and it will charge it because the camera on the back is in a different position oh, yeah. you can't mm. take a photo with it so you need so there is a whole new battery case for iPhone there is. 7 just because and it, it's also the properly black it's not charcoal like this one it's it's fully uh, black and obviously it has no headphone yeah yeah and I don't so like this the new and I don't like the new tactic button on the iPhone 7. Well, we're going to come to that. Save that. Save that. Jump ahead. Why, have, have you gone out and sneakily bought an iPhone 7 and not told us? I haven't. Is that what you've done? I haven't yet. Are you sure? I'm pointing my finger of suspicion at you. But the one thing I'm not sure about on this new battery case is the bottom chin that it has at the bottom. So it, it extends beyond the bottom of the phone where the embedded lightning connector is. It seems smaller on this one. And I, I don't know whether I'm just misremembering my old one, but this definitely seems slimmer. I've weighed it, still 245 grams with phone in, so it, maybe I'm just not remembering it right. But it also, it feels different. Now, I know it wears down, but this one just feels more resilient to wearing. So it'd be interesting to look at in six months to see if it's as worn as my old one. Because it had gone quite shiny. There are shiny. very few people I know who would weigh their Apple smart 
iPhone case, Will, but you are certainly one of them. Well, I thought that would be an obvious um, obvious indicator that it was slimmer, would be if it weighed less, David, but 245 David, Will, grams. Did you, weigh, Will, did you weigh the Will, original one? I did. Will's okay. probably got a list of, 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 with, with the weight of all his iPhones he's ever owned in his life. <laughs> it's in a spreadsheet somewhere. No, it's, right? it's not a spreadsheet. It's, it's in a plain text. This is purely my interest file. to know whether an iPhone with battery case weighed more than a plus. And it does. David, sunset on sunrise, finally. Yes, it has. I've had to um, uninstall it from my devices. And right. I'm really not happy with Google Calendar. At least the app on my on my phones just doesn't doesn't do it for me. Doesn't give me the view that I want. Um, so you haven't Apple found Calendar, a solution yet. No, I haven't found a solution. Not found one. Mm. And you know, I was I was watching, listening, watching uh, the last fraculous episode where yep. I was trying to explain it, and I I couldn't understand why you didn't understand what the big deal about sunrise was. <laughs> but then listening back, I kind of get it, and. The thing is, Sunrise works across different platforms. It works on a desktop in a web browser. Yep. It works on iOS. It works on Android. It brings together any flavor of calendar that I've got. And I've got lots of different calendars from different providers. It can also pop in um, special events. So when my football team, Leicester City, are playing, as they're doing right now yep. in the Champions League, um, I, I know about that. So all of that stuff in one place was great. Microsoft has taken over Sunrise and it has got a Sunrise kind of mini app in the Outlook app, but that doesn't work on the web browser. So I'm looking for a good calendar app that works in a web browser that brings together all of my different calendars into a place and doesn't look <laughs> Bleep that may... out, Will. Do the bleep, bleep noise. <laughs> it's going to be quite a long bleep. Sorry yeah. about that. You may have to just settle with Google for now. And doesn't look awful. That's <laughs> all I need. It's not asking too much, but apparently it is. Twitter follow-up. So there's now longer tweets. So you can now... Oh, is, it, is, it, is it enabled? Have they enabled it's it? Slightly it's slightly longer. So what I think it is, is at replies, if they start a tweet, are no longer included in the count. And any links also don't count against your 140 can, character quota. But I can give you the official line on this. Okay, go ahead, David. I have it here, uh, and I've got the tweet from Twitter that you can put in the show notes if you like. Photos, videos, GIFs, polls, and quote tweets do not eat into your 140-character limit. And that's photos and videos that you've uploaded directly to Twitter, not that you've kind of co-opted from another provider. Usernames do not count. So the challenge is here. Surely, what's the? can we do a tweet that is like to at, to at like about 10 people and a photo, and a video, and a poll. What's the biggest tweet you can do that isn't... <laughs> no, that isn't... usernames still count in that 140-character limit. Only a, quote, qu only a quoted tweet does not count. So if you quote my tweet... I thought if you started with an at name, then that didn't count. But if you use an at name further down in the body of the tweet, then it would count. Let's do a quick test on that, people. Let's do a quick test, because I've got Twitter open just here. Yeah, I haven't actually been using Twitter since my detox. I'm like, Twitter? Mm, what's that? But we'll get to that. We're going to get to my detox in a minute. We will follow up on that as well, Jeff. I've typed at Willhead into Twitter uh, via the web, and mm. that's taken me down to 130 characters. Okay. But if Maybe I Maybe it's at replying. Tweet, Maybe it's replying rather than starting. Okay. My at reply to BBC Radio Leicester Sport mm. 
is take me to 128. Okay. So at replying also eats into 140. Fair According enough. to Twitter, it's just a quote tweet that leaves Got you yeah. with your full 140. They are talking about the at mentions that is basically what we're on about mm. being enabled later on this year and being gradually rolled out. But that's not part of the first first tranche of these changes. But one thing I noticed it was it broke Tweetbot for a couple of days. And Tweetbot was doing this weird embedded that it was just linking rather than showing the tweet, which is obviously some backwards compatibility option. But it's been fixed now. So, but Tweetbot still doesn't support polls. So I'm guessing that's not been opened up to anybody else. Do you know what? I used to use Tweetbot as my Twitter client of choice mm. on iOS all the time, but I. I don't use it very often really? anymore, and I think that's down to the fact... No, I don't. Only if I'm checking my lists, because okay. the official Twitter app does not it's do lists, lists well Well, it does, but they're all. really hidden. You have to go into your profile. Yeah, exactly. You have to go onto the icon, and then you have to bring up settings, and then you bring up lists, and then you bring up your... Yeah, it's really buried. I think Twitter's doing itself a real disservice by burying away access to lists like that, because it's a great way of managing your followers and getting more value from the product. So what do you use, David, on your phone? What do you use? I have been using the official Twitter client, but I've been following the timeline. And when I do want to check right. upon a particular subset of people, then I will fire up Tweetbot. It's still on my front page, okay. but I just don't open it as often. I don't open the official Twitter app unless I do it by mistake, usually. Or Tweetbot doesn't support a feature. But I've mi the thing I don't like about polls is there's nothing within Tweetbot to say this. there is a poll here. If you went to the official app, you'd at least see it. They're not even able to indicate that they're, you're missing a poll. So I never right. take part in polls. Will, talk to me. We could do an app update if you want, Jeff. So I think last time you were on 363, was it? No, no, I was last time, I'll just check my notes. I was on 352. I think you've um, gone to 359. 359. David, are you still there? Um... I'm going to go for 365. 365 and 359. Well, let's have a look. General about 359. Oh, <laughs> I would be seriously worried about Jeff's access to your phone if I were you, Will. This is uh, scarily accurate Who three five nine. times. This episode of Fraculous is brought to you by Audible.com, the premier provider of audiobooks. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, humans like to listen to things. If you're a human you're probably listening to this podcast right now. Audiobooks on Audible are read by real live humans, often the same ones that wrote all of the words as well. Not only are you hearing the words written by the human, but you get to experience them exactly as they intended. Humans love listening to other humans. It is one of their favorite things to do, unlike Risk, which is good, because Audible is completely risk-free. If you don't like the sounds or words you're hearing, for any reason, you can exchange it for another without asking any questions. To start your free 30-day trial of Audible, which includes a free audiobook download, go to fraculous.com audible, so that they know that we sent you and to show your support for the show. How do you know that Leicester are winning 1-0? Surely you're not the uh, surely you're not following the football at the same time like I am. I may have sneakily checked my phone just now. We've got a lot to cover, so I think we should probably move on. How are Spurs doing? Should we watch the football or should we uh, do iPhone 7? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. There's always one person who doesn't like the football. In fact, I'm pretty sure, in fact, I know 
one or two other listeners and watchers are viewers are Leicester City fans as well. So well, that, you know, they can go to a Leicester City podcast and get all the all the action. <laughs> we want to have something for everyone on this podcast, Will. Something for everyone. So iPhone Maybe Seven. Maybe we should do a. Maybe we should do a football uh, a football podcast. I bet there aren't any of those out there. Maybe mm. that that could be a brand new thing we do. It could be a niche. Certainly not. iPhone Seven. Oh, iPhone Seven Schmevan. What oh, do you goodness. think, Jeff? Well, it's more iOS ten. Well, we'll do, we could, we're going to do iOS ten as well, but we could do them together. We could do them separately. So I had to go. My friend Seven. It's yeah. a little bit faster. It's a little bit slicker. I don't was like it the, the jet new black? home button. Was it the jet black the one? The jet black. Yeah, it looked it yeah. looked good. You could tell it it was a bit faster than my six. I did I did the thing you know where you line the two up side by side and you start mm. apps together mm. and you could see that it was a little bit faster. I did all that, but the home button is weird, man. And there's right. a and there's a thing under general settings, general accessibility. There's a toggle where you can turn because they've changed the default behavior for when you do you press your thumb or do you or do you hold yes. it and not press it. Oh yeah, no, that's now changed. So and are it's you slightly weird? Are you iOS tenning on your six currently? Am I? No, I'm. Yes, I, I am. am. Oh right, I am refusing to install <laughs> ten on my six. And why that, is that, Jeff? You, oh. <laughs> is it because it's really? slide to unlock? You're missing slide you to gonna, unlock. Are you giving over the next five minutes of the podcast to yep. let me rant like like an old man? <laughs> okay. Thoughts if, if on Steve iOS Jobs, 10, Jeff? If Steve Jobs was still alive, he would have not have put out iOS 10, right? And why is that? Messaging is embarrassing, right? This whole <laughs> stickers, fireworks, it is a mess, right? You had a perfectly functional messaging app and... Is it uh, to appeal to the kids? They've thought, let's bolt on all this stuff. And it is haphazardly done. But you it don't have shit. to use any it, of this. It is, it, is a, it is all a gimmick. You do it for five minutes, you go, that is fun. And then you never actually think, I'll need that in an actual, in an real life situation. Jeff, I'm going to it interrupt is, you. It is and Will's going to interrupt you as well. And, and embarrassing. And it is. And to add a sticker the other day, I had to tap. Slide, add, add, add. I counted. It was se- it was seven taps to add something. But how are that you adding rubbish, stickers if you're Apple? not on that iOS 10? rubbish. I should not have to tap seven <laughs> times to add one thing. That is but shit. Just, you've just said and it. And you know it. And you know it, If you it, don't Apple. like all of these stickers and this confetti and the fireworks, then don't bloody use them. If you don't like sending then a sticker... Then why are they adding it Then on? you don't because have Apple, to. Apple, Apple aren't innovating in, 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 anything anymore. Somebody told me what it was. They went, oh, they've mimicked this so-and-so app. Apple are playing catch-up and they've bolted on a functionality of another app that they thought, oh, we should get into our, our, our core iOS so that people still buy our phones. And they've squeezed it in in a really kludgy way. I didn't. I think that's what I said find. yesterday. I agree. But it's my point is, just... is that the core messaging app still works the same as it always did. You don't have to send stickers yeah. if you don't want to. I've so got two points. Send stickers. I'm never going to send invisible effects <laughs> in text. I'm never going to do fireworks. But I'm never going to use the, the iMessage store. What? How embarrassing is that? There's a store for messaging. No, it is. I all, downloaded Mario. It is, I downloaded some stickers. It is gimmicky and I've used shit. Them. It is shit, 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 shit. <laughs> and they should be fixing other things that people want fixing, like say iTunes match artwork, you know, mm. and actual problems that have been reported for years, rather than just bolting on shit that my only a minority are going to use, and it makes me angry. I think there are two points here, Jeff. One. Stickers is more of an evolution of emoji and there is an upward use of emoji in the current world and I think it does add something to the way you communicate because text is very, very straight. 
and it's very open to misinterpretation. So I think anything okay, the, that can but, help with that... But they haven't that, done it cleanly. They haven't done it cleanly because they've bolted it on. If Apple had invented stickers and, and drawing heartbeats from scratch, they would have done it in a much more sensible fashion. It feels like they've gone, oh, how do we bolt this on to our existing app? I think it's oh, quite easy. Do. You press a button for keyboard, you press a button for apps, you press a button for... It's horrible. It, it is, it is, it's messy. And, and then I'm, moving on to the, the app store for messaging... There are obviously the stickers, which are kind of the main thing you'll see initially, but there are other ones. So there are things like there are shared to-do lists that you can do between two people. I think that's a great app that's built on top of messaging. I think there are many, many interesting things that people will do. And we're very early on with this. I think you have to open it up and allow developers to find the useful things that can be done on a platform like this. But what it has done, it started this fun, inadvertent game, because if you send a message from an iOS 10 device to an iOS 9 device, obviously the iOS 9 device can't display the fireworks or whatever it is. So you get an, an additional message to the line below saying brackets sent with fireworks. So this is, or, or whatever, you know, sent with a heartbeat. So this instantly started a fun game. You got my stickers so earlier where, today, Jeff, didn't you? I did, yeah, but I got it on, yeah. But, but it's just that it started a fun game where you just then manually type in brackets sent with a big pile of dog poo brackets. So you just make up your own fun things that it could be sent with. I've had more fun doing that than actually sending stickers or invisible text or anything. Well, I can't get just, fireworks because I've got nonsense. reduced motion on, which means I'm, I, don't, I don't see them and I don't even get a warning to say that I don't see them. Apple should be inventing and innovating, not bolting on crap which other people have already invented. There we go. <laughs> you, you can use that as a quote in the Twitter for the podcast. So the new unlock... I'm on iOS 10. <laughs> you said you didn't like it. And there is, there is a way of turning it off. I haven't turned <gasps> it off yet. What? How? What? Reveal oh, no, so How you, do you do it? So now you press once to unlock and you unlock the lock screen, as it were. And then you then press the home button to go into the phone. There is an accessibility setting to just use your thumb, which is what I used to do anyway. But you still can't slide to unlock. They've taken away slide to unlock, right? But that's because slide now brings in all of these rich notifications that you can interact with. Which looks like a, it looks a mess. It's a mess. It it's going to take iOS a while 10. to settle down. iOS 10 is a backward step on iOS 9. Well, my main experience of it is that if you have 3D touch, it enables far more. So I don't know what happens if you don't have 3D touch. Because okay, there are things like touch, con yeah. Control Center. Now, if you 3D touch on the flashlight, you can get three levels of flashlight. You can have high, medium, or low. But I don't know how you activate that on a non-3D touch device. I've never seen that before. On my, I've got I've an never, iPhone 6 I've never Plus. Seen that. And I've found no. that now any notification, if I want to do a quick reply, I have to 3D touch it on the screen. Mm. So I don't know, again, I don't know what happens if you're not 3D touch enabled. I mean, my kind of overall thoughts on it are it enables me to do way more from that notification screen or control center, but it's slower to get to some things. So control center, and, control center is now split across three screens. And so if the thing I want is on the one that I flick up, great. If not, I've got to go across a couple of screens to get to where I need to be. How about you, David? How are you finding iOS 10? Well, I was on the beta on my old iPhone 5 for iOS 10, and um, 
uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was all right. Uh, you, you don't really get a true feel for these things until you put them onto your daily driver phone. Some of the things are better. Some of the things are taking a little bit of getting used to. I'm not going to lie. I mean, uh, um, the, the the messages thing that that doesn't really rankle with me, to be honest with you, because I don't no tend to use iMessage all that, that much anyway. <laughs> you know, I will use probably WhatsApp more than I will iMessage. I've had a play. Um, and there's certain novelty value there, and maybe the novelty hasn't worn off. I certainly have not been rankled to my very boots like Mr. Marshall has <laughs> <laughs> about about messaging. You know, it's like if you don't like that stuff, don't use it. Simple as it, move it, on. It is it is a novelty. It's a novelty that wears off quickly. But maybe because I'm not in because I'm not 14. You look at some other apps, you look at other markets, you know, look at where Line is outside of Europe and Americas. That's huge. And buying and selling stickers is is a huge part of that. It's actually quite a big money spinner as well, which does lead me to think, you know, whether whether where this goes next. Oh, is that is that the app that they copied? That's the app they've copied. They've seen they've seen Lime. That, that's it. That's the, that's the app that someone mentioned. They've seen Lime and they've basically tried to emulate that within iMessage. Right. But then I think Will's right. You know, we do have emoji. You know, we are using richer messaging. We're not just in the same place where we have to send emoticons with, you know, with some curly brackets and a, and a semicolon. If you want to um, put some posh stuff into your messages, then you can. Will you hate anyone who sends you an iMessage that has got the slightest hint of confetti in it? <laughs> yeah, Will. Be we'll careful how you answer. We'll Will sent me a dog earlier, and I just went. I went. What the f is that? It's like that's just really. I just. You know, I slightly I, sent it just to wind you up, Jeff. Oh, surely not. I didn't <laughs> not get a word. To, oh, okay, right. Okay. How about lack of headphone jack on the S7? Would that be an issue for you? We're going to cover headphones in the next section anyway. Um. No, I don't. I don't see what the fuss is there. Just get an adapter. Mm. Like, move on. Get over it. An adapter like this. <laughs> People are saying, oh, you can't charge your phone and listen at the same time. I can't ever remember a time I've charged and listened well, actually, to my phone at the same time. Well, actually, the only time I'd want to do that is if I'm listening to podcasts at night. And then I don't want to have to... Because I usually fall asleep listening to the podcast. And I don't want to have to wake up and plug my phone in. But there is a Belkin has released an adapter with two lightning ports in it that allows you to charge and headphone at the same time. So it is possible. It's quite expensive, though. With 30-odd quid. Anyway, I want to see if I can hold out and not update to iOS 10 at all for a whole 12 months. And then next year, when the new iPhone comes out then, then I'll do. So uh, every, every, so every Fractalus now, you should, you, you should check to see whether I've, whether I've gone to iOS 10 or not on my phone. What makes you think that iOS 11 will be any better, as far as you're concerned, than iOS 10? Surely it's just going to carry on going down this route. If it's a new revenue stream, albeit quite a small one for Apple, they're not going to stop just because they've heard Jeff Marshall ranting on the Fraculous podcast. They might. My last point on iOS 10, and this may just be purely entirely coincidental, but I have used Bluetooth for a good 18 months and I've had very few problems with it. And I am literally thinking the last week I've had more dropouts and failures to connect. Oh, really? with my regular Bluetooth headphones and I it can't it surely can't be that when they release a phone that's designed for wireless use they don't degrade the performance of Bluetooth surely regular I haven't Bluetooth. heard about this I haven't it's, heard about it could this be purely coincidental but I've had terrible problems I have it, 
once I rebooted my phone, it kind of settled a few of them. But I was having yeah. times where it was dropping in and out, and I just would not connect. David, watch OS 3. Oh, thank goodness for that. Jeff, you don't have a watch, so you can stay on 9 and not miss the watch OS 3 update. I was more interested, more excited when iOS 10 came along to download watchOS 3. And watchOS 3 wasn't part of any public beta program, so no. like most other people, I was experiencing it for the first time when um, when iOS 10 dropped finally. And I have to say, have you found it's it? a lot it's a lot better. Oh, hang on a minute. Hold it there. Mark Settle, my friend from the BBC, uh, ex-college of journalism, um, has said, David, a good option for now is Skitch, S-K-I-T-C-H, which I do have on here. Okay. Of course. But that apparently isn't long for the App Store as well. So if I were right. you, I'll go and get uh, it now. listen to my friend Mark <laughs> and download Skitch. Excellent. Go for it's it. It's another app for you to download, Will. Go. Excellent. Go. I love a new app. I love a new app. Um, come back to watchOS 3. As yep. you know, I was a big um, big critic of the first two watchOSs yep. and, and, and of the Apple Watch in general, really. It was kind of a tantalising device, but just didn't quite work. Mm -hmm. um, it's much better. I love how the button has changed to be... Oh, and that was 44 minutes from when I texted Mark or when I messaged Mark Good work. Uh, to him replying. Not bad, not bad. Um, the tray that comes up now with the my list of preloaded apps. The dock, that's it. That just works so much better. I never used to use the. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sold on it yet. Why not? My pure use case of my watch is I use it as a remote control for listening to podcasts. So I was so used to having the glance, the now playing glance, always low, always to be the one that I sw swiped up to get to, and then I yeah. could instantly use the crown to change the volume, hit the send to pause. Now, once I press the button, I then have to press on the screen just to bring, even if the now playing um, app is is there on on that one. Yeah. So if it, if it's there, I still have to press once, and then I can then use the crown for the volume or press to pause. If something else has happened in between, so say if I'm using the navigation feature the maps will overtake the dock. So even though I, I used the Now Playing last to start a podcast and then started navigation on my phone, if I press the dock button, it will then bring up the navigation. So I've then got to scroll across. And getting from one end of that list to the other is quite slow. But I did discover somebody tweeted something about rubbing your finger along the dots. If you run along the white dots rather than the apps, it will go much faster. So that is quite good. Oh yeah, yeah, that does work actually. Yeah, good work. That's that's a good way of skipping through them. I mean, overall, my feelings on Watch OS three are a bit like my feelings on iOS ten. That I can do more, which is welcome, but it's slower for me to get to, and that's the trade off. So. For example, I can still change. I can now change watch faces by swiping left and right, which is great. But again, that is quite slow to get from one end to the other. But they've left in the old press down option, and you can then spin through them quite quickly. But to counter that, I can get to the apps that I want a lot faster as well by having them in the dock. And I, I don't know how true it is, but they do seem to load up a lot faster as well. 
I'm not finding much speed. I'm finding they show more quickly, but yes. they're not usable. I think there's some psychology in that. And I think it's going to take proper watch OS 3 aware apps for that to yep. change. Have you noticed any changes in battery life, David, since you've... Um, I don't wear my watch at night. Mm. Um, I mean, right now it's uh, 20 to 10. I've been up since uh, 6 o'clock or something. I'm on 17%. So certainly my what my battery life, on the evidence of that and some other evenings as well, it has suffered. My wife has got the smaller yep. Apple Watch. She's I've got the 38 now. millimeter one. And she's having real problems with her battery life. Oh, it's really? been on my jobs list to go and have a look at that and maybe just to reset it and, and resync it. But she's not making it to the end of the day at the moment. I'll tell you what I like now. Here's a great feature in the Watch app is you can now look down your list of apps and it will tell you which ones are installed. Because previously you had the long list of apps but you didn't know which ones you'd actually installed on your watch. Whereas now in that list right. view it now tells you installed. So I've now gone through and taken off a lot of the apps I don't use. I think it's a definite move forward. Mm. I'm pleased that as an Apple Watch Series Zero owner yep. that I'm not being frozen out or penalised in yeah. some way and forced to upgrade. So I mean, uh, overall, I think it's gone pretty well. I found the battery life on my first day, I woke up with 10% battery. And I was like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be good. Because mm. I then didn't have enough time in the morning to recharge it to full. But I found subsequent nights, it's actually been fine. I've been waking up with 35% battery. So that's, that's good enough. That I can recharge okay. that in an hour and a half in the morning, and that's fine. So apart from that first day, when also I had a crash, could totally crashed on me, and lost GPS. I had a crash yet. So it, it basically locked up. It was sending me the wrong way, because the GPS had stopped communicating with the... Either the phone has stopped communicating with the GPS or with the watch, and then it just totally crashed. Yeah. So it's that that was first day. I was like, oh, this isn't great. But now since mm. then, it's actually been pretty stable and pretty solid. Just one second. Have we um, have we done a fraculus since the announcement? No, this is it. This is it. We were day before announcement, so this is our. Can I? Can I mention my highlights video in some cheeky way? Hey, David, why don't you mention your highlights video? Did you see my highlights video? Yeah, that was a great highlights video, David. We should link that <laughs> in the show notes. You should totally, I... totally should. That half killed me making that again, although I had some technical problems this time, but yeah. some good lessons learnt. But yes, all of the two, hour, two hours of that Apple announcement ball down. How did you feel, David, watching it? Obviously, it was an emotional night for you anyway because you were working quite hard. But seeing a new phone and a new watch, two new replacements to two things you'd recently broke. Oh, I see. Broke. Where you, okay, I, I see where you're going there. Given that I'd replaced. Well, you knew the phone was watch. coming anyway, didn't you? But the watch. Oh yeah, we, we, we always didn't, knew the phone. We didn't was know coming. the watch it was, was coming. It was a pretty good bet. The watch would be coming as well. So um, I tried not to let the pain um, get to me too much. Um, and would I? Would I want to upgrade to a? seven anyway you know am i likely to be paying for a seven plus is is what it would be no i don't think so and actually everything has gone up in price have you seen this i noticed this when i got my smart battery case replaced that the sticker on the back now said it was 100 quid and used to be 80 and that is a okay. huge jump sports bands for the watch are now 50 quid each and they used to be 39 so actually no they're now 49 pounds 
but mentally I'd thought 39, that's about 30 quid. 49 to me is 50 quid. How much of that is currency fluctuation and stuff? You know, the It's currency fluctuations, currency. it's things like that, but it just yeah. seems, everything just suddenly seems way more expensive in the UK. Mm. Uh, am I going to get the watch? No. I'm not going to get the watch. It's the same as the one I've got right now. Um, admittedly, I'm not going to go swimming in this one. You <laughs> Probably <know>. not. <laughs> Shit happens, um, but there's no real compelling pull. You know, the GPS thing, I always run with my phone anyway if I do yeah. go running, and the waterproof, you know, you know water resistance, mm. meh, there's not enough yet. Yeah. No, no, next year. Next next, next year's the big year where it all loads of things will happen. The, the, the iPhone 7 is like, yeah, iOS 10 is clearly giving looks next year if Apple don't pull something out, out the bag. If you were, just to wrap this section up, if you were buying this year, what would you buy? What would you go for? Now there's no 16 gig option, Jeff. Oh, then I get the 32, yeah. You get the 32. Yeah. And the colour? I do. Oh, no, I'm not a fan of um, black phones. I've always liked the sort of silvery right. white gold ones. So, so which one? Yeah, not... Not, I don't know what our colours are there. Gold? There's gold, rose gold, there's black, and there's jet black. I'd probably get rose gold just to be a little bit different. Yeah. Rose gold. You can't actually see it because it's in a case, but rose gold. David, what would you go for in your fantasy phone shopping and maybe watch shopping? Well, I always go for the full fat, so I go for the 6 plus 256 gig. You, you mentioned they got rid of the 16 gig. Now they've upped the top end capacity to 256, which I think they only had on the iPhone, on the iPad Pro, and maybe some higher end iPad Airs, I think. Um, and I, I go for the watch, the Apple Watch 2. I still go for the sport edition of the Apple Watch 2. Although I, the, the ceramic, I haven't seen or had hands on with the ceramic Apple Watch yet. That's interesting. Four or five times stronger than steel, if I remember from the, um, from the presser. I think if I was going to go for anything, I would go for the jet black, just clear because I'm a ponce and I need to have the thing that's different visually. But I mm. may stick at one to eight gig, even though I've always gone for the highest. I think partly because of the price increases and also I'm suddenly thinking two, five, six gig is a lot to keep backed up. It's a lot to manage. Maybe I need to start getting my photos into iCloud photo library. And That's a fair point. watch, I would probably go for the sport, but I'd probably go for the Nike one because you get the extra face, you get the crazy band, but then you can also then just put your normal band on it. And since I've got two bands anyway, I'd probably keep those bands for kind of normal look and the crazy Nike one for running. End of Fraculous. If your puny human minds can handle more, then follow on Twitter. At sign F R A C K U L O U S or individually at sign David McClelland D A V I D M C C L E L L A N D at sign Jeff Tech G E O F F T E C H at sign Will Head W I L L H E A D. Email your brains to hello at sign fraculous.com. Guess who's back? Back again. Guess who's back? Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Shorter. Shorter is better, Will. Shorter.
Shorter. Not smaller. Shorter. I just think all podcasts should be less than an hour long. It's like it's like the magic commuting time. When you commute to work, if you're a commuter in London, anything over an hour feels wrong. And I think the same is with a podcast. I anything don't know. I think... Over an hour I mean, wrong. I think we should, we should probably cover this separately in a different episode. But my... Okay personal consumption of podcasts is purely as an on-demand medium and I have a queue and I stop it and start it sometimes I'll do five minutes sometimes I'll do half an hour sometimes I'll do two hours so to me I don't actually care how long the individual podcasts are because you dip in and dip out yeah yeah like I never it also helps if the podcasts are uh, logically chunked up as well I know certain Mm. longer podcasts that I listen to they've got a little break every 15 minutes 10 15 20 minutes yeah, I think you'll find a lot of people, you know, do a podcast on their commute or on their cycle or on the, yeah. whilst they go running, you know. So like a like an, a, a podcast that's just under an hour is perfect if you go running for an hour because you just run until the podcast ends. Or go walking your dog. Woof. Hello, hello dog walkers. Nice to hear from you. You know who you are. We're getting dogs longer walks here, Jeff. The dogs are happy. They get an hour and a half walk. Don't, don't do this because I'll just start making dog puns like, well, they must be barking <laughs> mad. When you hey. don't... You, you don't want to set me down that path. And uh, otherwise, you, you guys won't say anything and there'll just be a dreadfully long pause. <laughs> pause! I just, I just got it. I just got it. <laughs> right, hold it there, guys. I've just got a little bit of a battery issue. I don't know what's... Okay. Will, Will, what... what, what you, can you slack me what stand I need for my roadie mic then, please? Yes, I will slack it to you. It's just a standard... some kind of... Oh, you. I need some kind of, oh, yeah. Um, like a stand that's a clamp or something. Probably David's arm, I would have thought, actually. Yeah, I need yeah. an arm. PSA well, on. 1. Do you, mean, do, you mean, do you mean David's actual arm? Yeah, just get David's that, arm or... to hold the right. mic for you. <laughs> David, I only need your arm when I'm recording stuff, and that's really Wednesday evenings and, and Sunday evenings. So if you could pop around then, that'd be, that'd be great. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's all right. It's all right. Will, you have to use that as like a funny outtake at the end. That's, that's assuming David is still recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're still recording there. Hang on. Something, it's, it's, it's interesting getting used to new kit, isn't it? When you're finding that stuff isn't quite lasting the amount of time that you thought it would. But then I guess we did spend quite a long time um, yeah. uh, preambling beforehand. I've got, I've got one more. You carry on chatting amongst yourselves. I'm going to scrabble away madly. Just trying to sort out my new setup. All right. General um, updates. Do you want to do some highlights of that, Jeff? Uh, yes. I got uh, Canva, because that apparently works with some new aspect of iOS 10. I don't know what, because okay. I haven't started it yet. The Home app. So, so can, I, can I just point out to everyone listening to the podcast that... At this point, Will has muted David's channel, but we can hear the live clunking and thumping and bumping around that's going on. And it's really disorientating and off-putting. It's like, what? David, what the bleep are you doing? Seriously. <laughs> right, OK. I, oh, I, I don't want to spill... I, I don't want to spoil Will's thunder here. No, but no, it's fine. As some eagle-eyed viewers will have noticed, um, in the last fraculus, I said, yeah, this might all be hor- horrifically out of focus. And it was. Uh, thank you to all of those, including you, Ian Morris, for, for pointing that out. It was definitely amateur hour here. I was aware that things might go a little bit wrong. I've got one of these. This is a, um, 
field monitor recorder, a uh, Blackmagic Video Assist 5-inch jobby, and it's very, very good. But despite having two full batteries on there, it's just run out of juice, despite me having it running for ages yesterday. So I'm trying to plug it in so I can make sure that I'm in focus. Trust me, this is in everyone's interest. Be right back. I've downloaded one app since last time. Do you want to know what my one app I downloaded was? What was the app you downloaded, Jeff? I finally got around to downloading uh, uh, Adobe Premiere Clip. Oh, is that any good? But but it doesn't do what I want it to do. So what did you I want it to do? Find an app. I want to be able to edit multiple clips from different videos into one video, and it doesn't right. appear to let you do that. What does it, what does it, it let you do? It appears to let you I upload use one pre-recorded clip or record a clip, and then just edit that. But you can't. I can't take more, multiple videos and edit it into one video. Right. Which to me is, mm. is the basic requirement of a video editing. Maybe thing, you need so. Adobe Premiere Mix and Adobe Premiere Fix. Oh, why do they? Oh, why have one app? Where they don't. You can have they don't 16? really exist. But Jeez. they probably will do oh, soon. Just. Are you back, David? I am back, and I was just loading up my videography page on my iPhone just to uh, run through some video editing apps that you might find useful. I need a video app where I can insert a a still image and then, you know, pull in three or four different clips and then output it all as one video file or just upload directly to YouTube from my phone. Well, so what's wrong with iMovie for your purposes? Yeah. It's very good. Okay, I'll I'll use that then because I just because it's the because it because it's the comes with the phone app and so I just thought by getting a third party app surely there'd be more features there. So so yeah, I mean I would say that it is it is very good, um, but uh, if you want a, a simpler app, there's an app called Clips C L I P S, uh, not Clip Adobe Clip, but Clips. Very simple, actually really powerful. Um, it's a bit faster. I would say the workflow is a little bit faster than. Um, uh, iMovie, but it's still still very good. Okay, I'll check it out. So just quickly, other apps, Pantone Studio, recommended by Mike Whitcomb again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I saw, great I fun. Saw the, you can pick I out saw the some colours. Great fun. Can, can you basically can you basically take a photo of something, touch the screen, and it yeah. tells you what the RGB it does, value is? Tells you the Pantone. Wow. Obviously, um, I also downloaded Allo, Google's chatting app, because a friend of mine. So chat to me on Allo. So we had a chat. And David, have you used Allo yet? Uh, no, no, no. I haven't said hello to Allo yet. I mean, it's Sorry, on the face on. of but it, have, standard chat but app. But you have said bye-bye to Siri. <laughs> Sorry, putting that in there. But it, it suggests things you can say. So you can actually have a conversation just by pressing buttons on a screen. It automates the chatting for you. And that's where we are in 2016 with having to converse with our friends. But it then ends up going round in a circle and comes back to, how was your weekend? Oh! You're Ah! Uh, you okay, Jeff? I'm having a David moment. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, sounds pretty messy. Was that just your iPad or was it your camera as well? Hang on, we're okay. He's back in the room. Are we still there? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Phew. Phew, is everything all right? Get an extra bit of sticky tape. Yeah. Maybe so. do that. 